Welcome to podcast 181 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Matt and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Dave, I'm joined by Curti, Dupe and Joseph. Hello gentlemen. Hello. 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 Collective stereo hellos to all of you. Uh, This week's save focus will be all about a newly formed network save, um, but we'll focus on that in just a moment. We also have a little section on certain set pieces and whether they are an exploit or an advantage. And there will be a quiz as well at the end too. But first of all, save focus gentlemen, uh, brand new save focus. Uh, This week, Dupe, Dave and Joe decided to start a network save that's been, well, three years in the making. Dave doesn't download tactics. (coughs) Uh, Dupe doesn't play three up top and Joe isn't as good as everyone thinks he is. But where have they ended up? Um, who do I go to first? Uh, we'll go. We'll go alphabetically. David, uh, uh, what are you doing? So yeah, we've um, cheating. We are. We are cheating. <laughs> we are yeah, three of the three of the bigger teams in Italy. Actually, we've been toying uh, with this. Uh, we've been obviously sat in Discord most evenings. Just chilling. I know these boys have had an offline save, um, and obviously myself, I've struggled to get into the game really since since the new year. So this has been really, really good fun. Um, we were looking. I think me and Joe originally we were going to go to Portugal, but again, we couldn't really pin down two teams that we were happy enough to manage. Obviously, we did uh, Porto and Benfica a couple of years ago, uh, but Dupe's always in here with us as well. So Dupe's got involved, um, and we we looked. Uh, through different a uh, few different nations and obviously landed on Italy we found three teams that are in European football obviously that aren't Juventus um, so I'm AC Milan Dupes Napoli and Joe's Inter um, and yeah so far a lot of fun yeah really enjoying it you, Dave, you left out a key, sorry you left out a key factor there Dupes in Go it on. because he always moans that we we do it we keep talking about <laughs> no, 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 and we no. never involve him no, I'm in it because I've got a good PC and it runs really well. I'm adamant. That's the only reason I'm here to host the fucking thing. Dave, uh, obviously, you know, Dave and Reload has become a bit of a thing. Um, during the network save, you're, presumably you're not allowed to do that. So um, how do you feel like that will affect your chances? Well, I'm sure we'll talk about the current league standing shortly, Curtie, but I don't I don't need to do that soon. Um I've never done that. I don't understand where it's come from. So <laughs> I've never done it on stream with the wolf save. So you there's know. a new there's a new one now though. It used to be Dave and Reloaded. Now it's just double D's. Dave downloads. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gets round it. I reject that notion. Continue. Um. Yeah, I'm surprised we got Dave on the pod this week and not Pav. Um. As Pav's formed the tactic for him, Curtie. Um. Without Dave, there's nothing. I'm not even going to bite. You wanted me to bite. I'm not even going to bite. So, sure. It's because you got, got nothing to say, mate. Yeah. Um, if, you me, if, you, if you want me to say something, I'll say something. But that's biting. So, <laughs> 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 I'm glad you wrote that out. Um, but yeah, it's it's going all right. To be fair, Matt. Um, obviously, you got. You got Dave and Joe, the Milan teams, the money bags of uh, Italian football striding away high at the top. And to be fair, <laughs> I, I, I'd like to say I should have done better. Um, but to be honest, most weeks I've had six or seven injuries to like my, my eighteen man squad. All right, yeah, um, yeah. So and I just feel that these two have had two weeks rest because of COVID, and I haven't. Um, and it's just not fair. Um, but no, it's it's been really fun. To be fair, and. 
they've always talked about it. it there's nothing better than playing fm to the sound of joe snoring honestly it makes me <laughs> so so focused on winning i bet dave prefers my snoring to your fucking crisp eating Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would also <laughs> prefer that. Cracks, cracks started the show already. Uh, so what's the crack then? Signings, league positions, what's going on? How have you, where, whereabouts are you in the season? We are right. in February. Right at the end of January at the moment, yeah. Oh, the time February, then. Yeah. Uh, well, we... Well, to be fair, obviously we didn't... I don't think we all started with that much money. Um, I originally wanted to... Uh, try a sort of counter-attacking system but my, I had a distinctive lack of centre-back so I went and signed Belotti Andre Belotti who's a striker so that just wiped out my budget straight away but um, and then I signed Kolarov off Joe I think Joe wanted to get Kolarov off his wage bill and he can play centre-back he can play sort of left wing back so I signed him up and he's been really good as well um, are but you yeah. really doing that are you doing that no Joe what? didn't want to get rid of him Joe just wanted to stop you moaning because you had no centre oh god Said yeah, but Joe wanted to get him off the wage bill, and I, you know, he helped me out. Is that, is that the other thing as well is that I know Kolarov is part of Pav's download experience. So oh my days! It just okay. added to my narrative. Done <laughs> your deal um, though, didn't I? No, you did. was solid. I've I've brought a few players in. Uh, obviously, Victor Siemens new to the Napoli team, which is one of the main reasons that I wanted to be Napoli. Um, I've got a big love for him. Uh, he's played eight games. Uh, he's been injured for the other. 20 games that we've played, uh, which is brilliant. Um, I bought Castrovillian because he's he's my boy. I like to bring him in a lot of places I go. Um, oh, I've bought Lorenzo Pellegrini from from Roma. He's done all right, to be fair. But we just, like I said, we've just been blighted by injuries. I've just loaded the save up now. Um, I'm fifth after 20 games on 35 points. Uh, Joe's second after uh, 20 games, 43 points. So, yeah, it's looking pretty good, to be honest. Sorry? I said it's looking pretty good, to be honest. I think you missed the team off the, the league table. Oh, yeah, table, sorry. Right? Juventus at eighth, which is quite <laughs> funny. Uh, 33 points. Maybe I'm just that high, you can't see where I am in the table. No, no, we can see but, you. Uh, so Dave, Dave is top. Yeah, he's top. He's three points clear of Joe. Um, he's scored something like 132 goals already or something. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> and he's conceded, he's conceded four all season so it's, it's shocking it is shocking behaviour you can, you can download his tactic at FM Scout it's the top one on there it's it's not I'm going to set the record straight here because the listeners are going to put question marks over my integrity I've not downloaded this tactic you have no integrity look at Curtie, Curtie this, is what, this is what Curtie felt like three weeks ago how, how the time has changed eh I'm loving I, this I okay. I went on a tactic, selected counter attack five three two. The first three games of the season and throughout preseason, I played a five three two, and then believe it or not, took inspiration from Joe, who's played a similar system but with an attacking midfielder. So now I play with a five two on two, and I've stuck with that system ever since. So there you go. Are you sure? You okay. I, I'm positive. Yeah. That that's it now. I'm not biting anymore. The only reason I thought it was the only reason I think it's downloaded is because he had no. He had no plan B when he played me. It was very easy to just go, well, I can see how he's playing, so I just nullified it. Oh, how did you get on against no. him? Well, that was going to be my um, next question. How how the head-to-head bit, head-to-head's been so far? I think I'm winning the head-to-heads. I think I've got four points. I drew to Duke nil. Yeah, me and Duke drew nil-nil. Um, and then Joe beat me 3-1. I had a really early red card, 
And then Joe got one right in half time, but he was already, he was free one up. And I thought, here we go, good second half. Didn't have a highlight the whole of the second half. <laughs> yeah, I beat so. I beat Joe three one quite early on in the season. Um, it got to half time and we were sat there for about three or four minutes. So I'm thinking, can't be tinkering that much. I'm not in that that much of his head. And he comes back. He goes, sorry, I've been out for the first. Half. <laughs> 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 I thought I was doing so well, uh, and then literally he he changed it and like the, the whole game changed uh he scored and then i was very lucky to score straight away afterwards and then just kind of shut up shop and beat him 3-1 but um yeah I, I i don't think that's going to be the same when we play again i think i might have got the timing may have been right of that game must be nice for you to uh, win a head-to-head on a network safe um Ooh. i've won a few to be fair um Spicy. but yeah it's 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 just nice to to be back in a network safe with somebody that i like um unlike you okay well you, you, you're never been a save that you like right and to be yeah. fair, her beat you, so don't come at me about fucking network saves, mate. You've yeah, even got, got a, a mug about I've it. I've got a so. mug to prove it, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's not here right tonight, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a Joe favourite. Uh, has anyone been caught out by the uh, the non-EU rule? Um, I've not existed to be honest. Nearly, nearly just now, by the way, because I've. Yeah. You're talking about signings. I I don't think I've signed anybody. Did I? Oh no, I signed uh, Kamara, didn't I? Mm-hmm. He's going to yeah, play yeah. libero for me. So I signed him. He was my only signing. But then in January, like I've struggled with it. To be fair, Dupe and I have struggled with quite a lot of injuries. Um, Dupe I'll more than more than me. Dave has been quite lucky. Um, I needed a left-sided player to play kind of like a wing-backish kind of role. And Danny Rose, I got him on loan, and I was like, no. Just so I clicked accept. I was like, fuck, he's non EU now because it's January. Yeah, so <laughs> just, but we, I was, I was we okay. Just left it. Yeah, yeah, I was okay. Well, I was already down to one because Victor Simon classed as one of my non EUs. Um, and then I bought um, Garay, the centre back, just to piss Dave off. Look how that went. Yeah. Um, and so I've got no, I've got no uh, EU non EU spaces left. The problem I've got is like when you go out on to to loan players at in or or look at the cheap players, it's always the non EU ones that are really cheap and available. And I'm like, yep, can't have you, can't have you. Um, I, I've I've done some good business to be fair. It's just that I think I've done business for maybe a year or two. You know, maybe maybe my guys will, will grow up a little bit good, um, or I will fail. And I've already I got eyes on the Juventus job, so you never know. Things could happen. <laughs> yeah, but you you picked up Rugani, didn't you, on a free transfer? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that transfer without any fight. But then me and Dave both went in for Eric Garcia. Yeah, big on tug of war on that one. Then yeah. Monaco come in, then Borussia Dortmund, and it was like everyone was in there. But yeah, he, knew, think, he knew where to go. So yeah, I think the Eric Garcia was like smoke and screens for me. You were fighting over that, and I went, "Oh look, Rugani's free. Bang, I'll take him." Um, it's just finances. I don't, are I don't even at the need moment. him. I don't even need him. I just signed him because because Dave said said about it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Skriniar, Kamara, and De Vries as my three centre halves, and then Bastoni as a reserve. And now I'm going to have Eric Garcia. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Dull. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it might end up being on here uh, as like a regular check in, but is uh, are any of you going to be doing any content around this save? Any blogs, Joe? Or... Absolutely not. I think I, I might do a I might do an end of season review. I think we we did that 
on with the O Classico save. I just did an end of the season review on YouTube, and people seem to enjoy that. But I think with this one, I've not really spoke to the, uh, these two about it, but I think we could do something quite cool with an end of season review, almost getting each other's point of view on how they thought the season went and why they did certain things. Really, Joe's shaking his head. This is how it ruins game when you start fucking about doing other things. Let's just play the it game. Is true, yeah. Mm. yeah, I think I think, I think the Twitter the updates. The Twitter updates yeah. need to happen. We need a, we need that hashtag, don't we? Yeah, we just got to think of one. Um, but I think what, the minute that Dave wins the league, we're definitely doing a season review. And then next season, when he doesn't win it, we won't do another one. So, um, yeah, we just got to think of a hashtag. Um, so if anyone's got any ideas, um, yeah, just DM, uh, DM, uh, just tag Dave in it. Dave loves the interactions on Twitter, so that'd be brilliant. <laughs> I think one of the, the things that we haven't really spoke about as well is because we've got it on Wednesday, Saturday, match days. Um, obviously, so we are all playing at the same time, so we're not always, always waiting for each other. Um, but obviously, with the season starting late as well, the fixtures, I, we've only probably had it twice, I'd say. Would that be right? In that we've had a break from a Wednesday and Saturday. And then obviously, the international breaks. It might have happened one other time where we went jump from Saturday to Saturday. But every Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, we've got games. So like like these two said earlier, I've been very, very lucky with fitness and injuries. Whereas Dupe, probably the up until now, you've had at least five, six, seven first team, like first team, first 11 players out. Yeah, that picture so, yesterday was like my starting 11 and I think seven seven of them were injured. Yeah. Or six of them were injured and one of them was suspended. Well, that's why I think ne starting next season when it's almost back to normal, the season should be spread out a little bit more. I think that's when it's going to be a really, really big season. I think it takes the piss as well because like 50% of our games, you can have 12 substitutes on the bench and we can have, we've had about five. <laughs> yeah. And it also doesn't help that I only realised about three <laughs> weeks ago that I could, I could use five subs. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I've been doing it up till January using three subs. Dave was playing me and he was like, how many subs can you have? I was like, five. He's like, for fuck's sake. I made three subs and the, the, the assistant kept recommending subs. I was like, yeah. why is this chief recommending me to sub him off? Yeah. It was like, you're the chief. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is there any rules uh, if someone happens to get sacked or any any other rules that you're following i.e. no downloaded tactics or well, something clearly like not following that, that one Matthew but Fuck yeah well. um, <laughs> it will bite I think uh, I was it's a bit different to what I'm used to so I think me and Teach maybe because we were we were live and we were making content if you saw that one person had gone in the other person really wouldn't go in and fight um, and I quite like that we don't do that I like the fact that you know almost it flags up that Dave's gone in for this guy, right? So I'm just going to go in and try and get him or, you know, and that's pretty cool. Um, I, I think we mentioned it earlier because I was on a bit of bad run and I was about 10th. Um, and I said, oh, to be fair, if I get sacked, I'm just going to go and find another job. I'll probably stay in Italy, but we just, I guess you just try and find something different um, and carry on the save because it's a bit shit if you then disappear. Or I just ha I just give them the save file and I'll, I'll just go play Swindon again. Dave, Dave knows how you can sort that out anyway. Oh, yeah. Dave's good at that, right? Just reload it. <laughs> <laughs> or make unsackable I think, in the I think I, I nicked a coach off of you, didn't I? Yes. We went we went for the same coach and I got that. We both went for Eric Garcia. I got him. Garai, so did you to Garai as well? Yeah. yeah. I don't have any... Hang on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, and yeah. I, I've got um, the Ambro off you, Jack. I learned him oh, off yeah. you. I mean, I, I paid full whack. You know, it's not like I... I didn't do a deal like Dave, but um, Garai, I've played, yeah. played Garai twice. 
He wouldn't have played. He wouldn't have played. Actually, was a couple of, I've had a couple of big defender injuries. He may have got some more game time, but he wouldn't have been key. He wouldn't have been a key player. This is more more of one for Dupe because he, he was in Italy in on last year's game. But how are you finding it different to what it what you did with Palermo last year? Because obviously this is more of a like you were already up the up the upper echelons of Italian football, and you're just going in and just playing with other people. How are you finding that experience different to when it was a, a journey all the way up and through? Yeah, I think the fact that I like actually recognise who players are instead of them being new gents did. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but it's also, I think, the fact that I mean, we all know once you get to a certain level in a save that you dominate in the league, it can kind of get a little bit tedious, and you can just click, click, click. And I think that's what kind of Palermo was getting to, or it got to, and I just had to win that Champions League. Um, this, I mean, clearly, I've got the, I've got, I've got the mastermind Joe, and I've got, I've got, got to play Dave and Pav. It's quite tough for me to keep on top of those two, three. Um, <laughs> So I think I'm always kind of I come out of games that I'm drawing and I'm like, that's not a bad draw. They're above me in the league. But it's like, damn, they've just won. And it's relentless, those two. They just constantly keep winning games. So if anything, it, maybe I'll come out of this a better player. Or I think I've lost five games, so I don't, I don't think that's necessarily right. Oh, I, mean, think, lost... I think you don't draw a game. You've, you've drawn one. You may have lost five, but you've drawn one game. No, you've, like both, you've both won 14 mm. games. Um, and it's just relentless. Is there like a, a long term plan with this? Are you? Is there sort of a set number of seasons that you wanting wanting to complete? We're just going to carry on playing it until it like dies a death. I think the minute we come out of lockdown, the days that I have to see his girlfriend again, worse probably when I'll die. He's <laughs> <laughs> carrying around his bullsack in a wheelbarrow at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> he stands dead. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes emoji indeed. <laughs> right, well, thank you very much, gentlemen, for the update. We'll move on to our spotlight for this week, which is about set pieces and whether they are an exploit or an advantage. And a lot of this has pretty much come from the talk on Twitter since last weekend's streamer showdown with Hail Mary throw-ins, near-post headers and goalkeepers that look as in control as Stevie Wonder driving an F1 car. So... Gentlemen, what do you think about the situation? We'll start with Kurt Dizzle first. Get your uh, perspective on Tings. Well, I mean, uh, you know, we've kind of done a bit of research uh, into this behind the behind the curtain and kind of looked at IRL statistics uh, and kind of the long throw statistics that happened. Certainly in the last streamer showdown, I, I don't know how much research has gone into uh, ones previous. I don't even know if it's possible, um, but it's quite clearly out of skew. Um, the the kind of the, the issue is, I mean, Thrones is one of those things, isn't it? I think a lot of people will like a lot of casual players might tinker with corner setups or potentially free kick setups, but probably wouldn't even think to you know wouldn't even think to like tinker with the throwing setups, um, and certainly wouldn't necessarily assume that long throws are going to be a hack. Um, obviously, the you know playing human versus human during the stream of showdown tends to does kind of shine a light on it um that maybe you know does show up a, a bit of a fault in the game if you like um so from i mean from sports interactive's perspective i think this is something they need to address you know despite the despite the fact like i say 
a small minority of people might be using it, but when you have thousands of viewers over the course of a showdown every month, um, you know, as it's planned to be, it's going to put, it's going to show the game and possibly not the best light. Um, you know, we're seeing long throws, long throw goals being scored over and over again. Um, and it's not representative of, of, of real life. So, I don't know. I th- I think it's something that needs to be addressed personally. They're fucking ridiculous, to be honest. I'm just going to jump in there. Um, I've I've actually used them. I- I've started using them in this network save purely because I know Dave's using them. And I was like, there's no way that he's getting an advantage by taking long throws. And to be honest with you, they actually annoy me because I think we scored one goal, one headed goal from a long throw. Other than that, it pretty much just goes to the keeper every time. So I think there's definitely something in human versus human. But... It's just like every single time the ball just ends up in the goalkeeper's hands. So, but Dave, literally, as soon as the first highlight you see, boom, long throw. You're like, he's got the tactic locked in. I will, I will, genuinely, I do not mind turning them off whatsoever. Oh, nibble, nibble, nibble. That's not nibble. That's just me <laughs> thinking fair game. I will, I will turn them off, honestly. Dave did send me his long throw uh, tactic a few weeks ago. Tactics. Tactics. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's 100% on. an exploit. Did you say that he sent you his long throw tactic? He did, yeah. You do owe Pav £4.50 now on five. <laughs> mm. oh, top tier Patreon, mate. £4.50 on five, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you convert into dollars, uh, it changes. I think it's closer to three ninety two, but never mind. Oh, uh, there he is. So, obviously, it, the situation isn't exactly ideal, and Joe's sort of already put his cards on the table and said that it's an exploit. I does it does it change when it's human to human versus AI? Uh whether it's an exploit or not? Do you, do you find that the AI is better at handling it? It seems to be. Because as I say, having not having the results, I mean in the streamer showdown, it felt like the highlights that you were seeing was always there was a goal coming from obviously from an attacking throw. Um so whether it was how people had set up defense defensively wasn't good enough, or does the can the AI kind of go? They're using long throws, so this is how, you know, this is how you defend it. But it's it's one of those things. I personally, I think if he's in the game, human versus human, then it's fair. It's fair game. Like we've we've just played each other in a network save, and it's like, well, Dave's got long throws on, so I had long throws on. Doesn't that doesn't bother me because we've both equally got the same advantage. What I think it it isn't great for is the spectacle and what it looks like because it just doesn't replicate real-life football, which is the whole point of Football Manager is that they, they like it to be as you know close to real life as possible and you don't see what we can see in the match engine. But equally, do managers set up to do long throws all the time, whereas we have set to long yeah. throw every single time in real life. Are they looking at it like Liverpool with their set-piece or their throwing coach? You know, does he look at it and go, actually, you're much the percentages are if you play a short pass inside rather than down the line, you're gonna create more opportunities in the long term. Whereas obviously all we're doing is going, it's long throw, long throw, long throw. So hmm. But that's part of the problem, isn't it? Because it, it makes a mockery really of the long throw attribute. Hmm. Um, you know, because you could have a player with five long throws and they're still reaching the six yard box, you know, they're still potentially gonna cause trouble. Um, with a long throw, it doesn't seem to affect kind of the length or necessarily even the accuracy 
of of where a long throw ends up. Um, so I think that that you know that's the main crux of it. I think if if that if that attribute could be tweaked to kind of represent, like I say, either either the length of the throw or I think I think it was Ben on Twitter even suggested maybe removing the attribute altogether and just having it in as a as a, a preferred player move, which wouldn't wouldn't be the worst shout. Yeah, I, I fully agree with that. I, I think as an attribute, it is almost pointless to be honest, because a, a lot of t- a lot of the time, ninety nine percent of the time, it's going to be a made up attribute, or even it's left blank in the game and it's random. Um, but how how as a researcher or how can football manager look at players like Mohamed Salah? Raheem Sterling, Harry Kane. How how do you know how long they can throw the ball or how accurate they can do a throw in? You would have never have seen them do a long throw. So it was a completely pointless attribute or stat. You need to like like Ben says, like you just mentioned, Kurt, I think you need to make it a trait. Like on like on FIFA or whatever. It's a long throw trait. You haven't got an attribute for throw ins. You know, that that I think that needs to be removed completely and, and, and added as a um Added as a a trait rather than that, because you you're not going to get any accuracy with that attribute whatsoever, and the number of players and people that do it in the Premier League, there are still teams that use long throws. Uh, I've seen West Brom do a few this season. Cardiff did some under Warnock a couple of years ago as well, but it's not very often that you see teams do it in the Premier League or or sort of top top uh, European level really. So just to play devil's advocate there, if you take the attribute out and you put it as a trait. And you, as a manager, you still select long throws. What does it do? Well, that yeah, that that is fair enough. But I think at the same time, they shouldn't be able to. Well, either the accuracy is well off, or they shouldn't get the length on the throw in. Uh, you should only they should almost only be able to hit hit a certain uh, length. Yeah, yeah. I.e., you know, from say if you're sort of uh, by the corner flag, you should only be able to reach sort of the edge of the box or whatever. Or if you've got the trait, you should be able to hit the penalty spot or further on. So yeah, the, or, yeah, it should like really uh, minimise the distance and accuracy of the throwing. Even Rory Delap wasn't chucking it into the far post, was he? I mean, <clears throat> that's he, what was I mean off, yeah. he was often hitting the near post. Yeah. Well, that's the sort of the I guess the, the the most contemporary example you can have of it being utilised as a tactic for a Premier League team, and it would in fact I think that. W- actually led to the possesses flat bullet throw as being a well, what was then a, a PPM and now a player trait. It didn't exist in the game until that point. It was when once once that became a weapon that uh, that Stoke were utilising at that point. And then obviously that, that then started a trend for Stoke of finding other players that could actually do the same sort of thing. I think it was Ryan Shotton they actually started using in when, once Delap started ageing out and obviously losing his ability to actually <laughs> be useful on the pitch aside from those set pieces. Didn't they put like a bit of uh, toweling underneath his shirt as well? Yeah, because Arsenal then started doing a bit of uh, their own gamesmanship by bringing in ad boards and things like yeah. that to try and prevent the, <laughs> the run-ups. And obviously you can't... Uh, it'll be interesting if FM did res- you know, start doing that and allow you to bring... Because obviously you can change the width of the pitch, but you can't actually specify how close your ad boards are to the pitch and things like that. But um, it was more to a, sort of, I guess, underline some of your points about the the fact that the numbers in relation to FM don't match up at all with what they do 
in uh, in the respective competition. Um, like the streaming showdown show, showdown example that that's effectively an elite league. Um, so the closest thing would have been Premier League, and the the figures way out way way out way anything else, which is um, a bit of a worry. And also you look at and I think also there's a bit of a a problem with it actually how it's calculated or how it's counted in game as well. You can't. There's no easy way to find how many goals are actually directly from long throws, which is uh, which is. I mean, it's it's a problem from an analytics point of view if you're trying to trying to th- like see if that if that particular tactic is working. But equally, uh, it's not great from like the fact that the game can't acknowledge when it's actually used or not. Another, I think another one of the issues was, um, and I remember reading sort of interviews at the time where people were saying that that. Kind of flat trajectory that Delap used to be able to generate was like p- the main part of the issue and how how it became so difficult to defend. Whereas if you look at FM, yeah, you get the odd flat throw, but generally the ones that cause the problems are the ones that are thrown up basically into the stratosphere and then come down with snow on them, <laughs> and where the goalkeeper just kind of comes out flaps under it and then you know you could have someone five foot six just nodding it into an empty net effect effectively um so it i mean it definitely is an issue that needs to be addressed and i hope you know i I hope i hope they do look at it at least um and rectify it if not for this version for for next year's version because it would be nice certainly in the streamer showdown context to kind of to kind of kill it and and you know not not be a case where, as Joe said earlier, every high, you know, it seems like every highlight is just so repetitive um, because it's starting from a long throw. Obviously, something we spoke about after the streamer showdown in terms of like if it's not if it's not fixed, should we say? Um, do you kind of does everyone agree not to use long throw tactics? Who do you think would be the first person to break that rule? <laughs> Well, they say that that throws up its own. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean that that that's, that throws up its own thing, doesn't it? Because you can, I think we sort of discussed it briefly without sort of peeking too far behind the curtain. Yeah. That it's it, whatever solution we try to put in. If we do try to put in a solution, uh, there will always be potential for it to not uh, for the game to overrule it. We saw with uh, without. Sort of going too far back, we saw Zealand's goalkeeper go up for a corner that he'd set to stay back for, and he still went anyway. There's there's nothing to stop the games, the, the AI within the game actually overruling your choices or decision decisions set up for set pieces. If there's an opportunity to take advantage of something, yeah, I had um, it, it, I was thinking about that earlier, and from memory. And it was a few years ago. I always remember David Luiz, always, uh, from the AIS perspective, would always do a long throw. And it was like, he was so powerful against you. And I was thinking, like, in the, in the showdown, even if you said, right, we're not going to have long throw tactics, if a player possesses a long bullet throw or something like that, will it override your tactical decision? Yeah, Which could then cause, cause kind of internal beef, should we call it? <laughs> Well, yeah, and there's also you put it on mixed. There's no guarantee to stop it. That's going to stop it. It's likely to prevent it from being used every single time. But again, same thing. What you're suggesting, it, there will be a likelihood that it'll override it, even if you've not set up for it. Um, which I guess brings us on to sort of 
how do you counter it as a as a problem it, whether it be uh, a p2p situation or, or if you're facing off against an, op- an opposition ai with someone who is particularly good at, at long throws what would you do to try and prevent it the issues from happening or play a network save with dave <laughs> Dave's taken that... a lot of shots tonight to be fair it's ironic because the keeper's clearly not because he's not conceding any um, I think for me I don't I mean I'd like to play against it and actually have a defensive throwing tactic set up because I don't think I've ever touched a defensive system is that Joe mm. Dave have you, have you ever done that I don't know against Dave did it work? I, I, just put want, many, right? I, I literally just man-marked all the players that I could. I think it's just about oh. having players in the box, isn't it? And the problem what you've got... What do you have with the goalkeeper? Well, not be a dickhead. Well, there's none, is it? It's goalkeeper is just <laughs> goalkeeper, isn't it? That, that, that will come down to what their attributes That's and what, attributes, their, what their traits Rolls. are as well. Yeah, yeah. Because if, obviously if you've got someone like a sweeper keeper who's going to be a bit more aggressive, it's going to come down to anticipation, isn't it? And you know, command of area and things like that. Which I know when we've looked human to human isn't necessarily always the case, but you'd like to think that'd be how how it could be fixed in a way, I suppose. As I say, when when I've been playing it in this network save deliberately, I've noticed that the keepers just seem to collect the ball all the time. Just the long throw comes in. Um who's who's my right uh Hakimi. Literally he's got the looping throw and then he'll literally just throw it and the keeper will just come and collect it. How long have you been using them, Joe? Just from the game with me, or have you been using them a little bit before that? No, just this save. I, the only reason I set them up is when Dupe, I heard Dupe go, oh, are you using the long throws, Dave? I thought, that fucker, he's not getting an advantage. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've been using it, what, like since when, though, in-game, like from well, November, maybe? Probably like 18, yeah, 18 games or something like that. Yeah. Have you gained any, like, what, you scored one goal, Jackie? Have you gained any, yeah. like, penalties or anything from him? No, you gain not. a lot of, you get a lot of fouls from it as haven't, well. I've I haven't got... seen any like recycled goals or anything like that. It just you just get a highlight goes to the keeper. Yeah. Well, I've not not I'm not going to say loads, but I've probably had two or three penalties from them where you put the ball in and the player gets pushed and it goes to VAR and you get and that. It, and again, it might be how I've I've not downloaded it or looked anywhere. I've literally just set up a long throw tactic. I think I've got. I'm just texting one, one going now. one okay, going near we'll post. Get, we'll get it, mate. Don't panic. <laughs> Oh, mate, I'll send you mine. Fuck mine. off him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn him off now, Matt. Like, this is the abuse I get every evening. <laughs> it's interesting. You should be yeah. you should be proud that because you're using them, I thought I need yeah. to use them. Yeah. yeah, you should be proud that by cheating, you're wrestling us. <laughs> to be fair, like, I, I remember in like in FM20, I I had. Like for, at least for non-league, I had a, a player with good long throws, and this was before the whole looping throw came in with FM Twenty One, and it was, it was something I wouldn't say I relied upon, but I did get a lot of goals from because I was able to throw people up that wouldn't normally be in those positions. Um, but I think one of the other issues is that the like the throw-in part of the set piece builder is so rudimentary in comparison to the likes of the corners and free kicks. Like free kicks you've got multiple options. Corners obviously you've you only have the the one uh the one setup but you can load up multiple different things to have. Um but like you've got all of the different types of scenario for free kicks. Whereas I think for throw ins it would be nice to have 
those mo- like different options. So it, rather than just having the one thing for throw-ins, you've got you can have a quick throw for a particular scenario. You can have a short throw, or maybe just have all of it. So you've got short, quick, and then long, and then the game decides what is you know whether you can use it or not. Because I think people being able to use just being set up to use a long throw when you've literally sat on the halfway line and then somehow it reaches the penalty area that surely isn't right. I know this is going to be a stretch. Um, this is going to be a bit of a long shot, but you know when you get now go into tactics and you highlight a position or a role, so to speak, and they do the little animation. Only you can have that for set pieces. So when you're setting up a set piece, you just got the guy pinging in a like pinging in a long throw or a short throw, and you can see kind of where it could land and how you could. So then that way, when you're looking at it and defending against, so for example, you could set up a defensive set piece that would just solely look, concentrate on long throws. And if you saw the ball coming in as a 2D image, for example, you could go, oh, well, well yeah, normally they're kind of, we need to move some players at the front. We need to man mark this guy. We need to mark zonally. I don't know. But because the only, you set up these tactics for, um, your long throws, your or you sorry, your throws, your 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 free kicks in your corners, and the only time you ever see them is the minute you walk into game, and then you may see the scenario of see oh, oh actually that that it's a bit late now, but that's wrong. We shouldn't have it set up like that. Just wonder whether that might be a thing in the future. Well, I I think you heard me say it when I played Dave is that I used the um, analysis report, and I did actually change my tactics based on what it said. Now, see the fullback thing we we spoke about, but it actually said corners go to the, most of his corners go to the middle of the box. He's taken no short corners um, and nothing had gone to the far post. I think it was what the analyst said. So obviously I've, I've taken people off far post marking. I didn't have anyone marking the short. So like that kind of thing is in there. If you go looking for it, there isn't it. I didn't see anything for throw-ins if I'm honest, but um, the stats from a, for throw-ins are very limited. Like even on, on, um, like league stats, you can't find goals from throw-ins or anything like that. But so, as I say, that that, that yeah. actually works really well. That analysis report, if you have a look at their kind of last three games, and it will kind of break down where where everything's going. But the corner thing, like I say, I literally I was thinking Dave's probably going to beat me here because he's he hasn't he's not losing. He's playing so well, and I thought I'm just going to kind of go through that with a fine tooth comb and see if I can figure out how I can get an advantage and the fullback. Marking the fullback was the first thing because it said, I'm sure it was like 67% of his um, attacks came down the left-hand side with um, Teo Hernandez. So I just put Hakimi playing right midfield, Mark tighter. So I literally, I just tried to push him up the field. Hakimi runs past him and then uh, Teo Hernandez just tackles him from behind, gets sent off. And it was like, literally, what, so he was down at 10 That's all I was saying away. the rest of the game. The referees ruined like, his match. In my mind, I'm just going, <laughs> check. Checkmate! I'm just yeah. moving, <laughs> moving that chest piece across, and then, uh, and I say, yeah, from the corners, I just obviously moved around where my corner, my defensive corner, marking was, just to kind of because I thought he's not, he won't change anything. I, I know Dave, story. he's not, he's not a tinkerer. Uh, and then I, was, and then I was just moaning about the ref. He's ruined this game. This referee. <laughs> to be fair, the Hakimi one was quite soft as well. You could say uh, right on half time. Mm-hmm. Ibra, Ibra went through, had three defenders around him, got shot away, and it was saved. And then he, next thing you, uh, I look, and he's on the floor. Ref stops and the play, checks VR, gives a pen, and he sends off Hakimi as well. Second, and do you know what was yeah. weird though? Because I, you know, I said I was like, why is Hakimi over there? Because this was yeah. this kind of happened. If you'd say Almost probably where the left where the left back would be, 
if he was in the penalty box defending and Hakimi, who was playing right mid, was there like in a one-on-one. And I was like, why has he done that? And I looked and it must have been something to do with the sending off that Dave had because he was then set to mark Ibrahimovic. To man mark him. So it like swapped the man marking. So I was like, right, need to keep an eye on that because it started messing around with who was man marking who. So if you, (laughs) top tip, if you get someone sent off and you've got man marking on, (laughs) do a little refresh. That's that's always one of the the slight aside from what we've been talking about, but that's always one of my fears is setting it. I always, after being stung by that before, I, I always set it to position rather than the man, especially if they if they have a tweet like change about themselves and then the guy you've been man marking with someone else is now on the other side of the pitch and you can see this gaping hole where he's literally following him around like a bad smell. It's lovely. Or just um, FM20 yeah. fullbacks because that's what they used to do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Curry likes uh, this. <laughs> At least the ratings were right, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Um, well, I think that pretty much covers our our set piece chat. Um, a quick summary: exploit or advantage? We'll go go round the room. <coughs> Curti, exploit or advantage? Has anything we've discussed changed your mind? It's definitely an exploit. Excellent, David. Advantage. Of course, I've got to, I've of got to say it. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean what Joe said about it. It's not like you get a goal off it every time, um, especially sort of versus the AI. So I'm just going advantage. Dupe. Exploit. Exploit. <laughs> Joseph. Human versus human, fair game, but human versus AI exploit. Marvelous. Well, I think it's. I'm not going to say unanimous because it's not, but yeah. And I would, I feel I would like say Walsh. there's more um, there's more to set pieces than throw it in. So I would say corners is fair game. I don't think there's an exploit for corners. No, but, and I, I guess it's the same as anything else. If you've if you set it up to take advantage of a physical advantage you have, it's no different to setting yourself to counter and then direct over the top uh, direct balls over the top to someone who's got 20 pace and acceleration yeah. it's no different you've just you've just set your team up to take advantage of something that you have and they don't and I think that's fair game yeah, if you're centre-half scoring 30 goals a season from corners then there's, you've probably uncovered something <laughs> and I haven't seen that, that this year that or you've got someone who is 8 foot 4 with 20 jumping his head's like a tic tac uh, <laughs> the best one I think it was FM12 there was a 4-3-3 tactic like four four at the back obviously three central midfielders three strikers and, and whoever was in the uh, uh, whoever whoever was in the middle of that striking uh, three would bag you like 30-40 goals a season it's ridiculous uh, well plus like I, I think uh, it was when Adi Bayor was at City and uh, obviously tall fairly quick good at heading and finishing Corners, everything like he would score. He was, it, I think, it's when near post corners were OP. He had about forty goals at the halfway point of the season. It was such a ridiculous tactic with corners that year. I think back in the day, you could always get a good corner tactic. Now, I think it's ba- like you said, it balanced out a little bit more. Trust you to know of the hack hey. tactics, Dave. <laughs> I've he's, he's, he's one of them little fuck boys, and he just knows all the little hacks of everything. I bet you <laughs> I used to go. On, I was fourteen <laughs> then. I bet you used to go under the map in Call of Duty, didn't you, and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was moaning moments. about that the other day, dude, wasn't I? I don't know, oh, Dave. Dude. To be honest, mate, I barely listened, to be fair, mate. <laughs> as soon as there was a mod for being in the sky, he was up there, wasn't he? 
<laughs> God mode. Couldn't kill me. Anyway, we'll uh, bring things to a close there, gentlemen. Kurt Dizzle, quizzle time. Curtis Quiz! Uh, right, well, uh, after all this talk about sort of streamer showdown set pieces <laughs> and the debate around it, another thing that's often debated during a streamer showdown is whether Messi and Ronaldo are worth chucking a large chunk of your budget away. Um, Obviously, in streamer showdown terms, both have kind of historically been consistently inconsistent. Um, so with that, we're going for a classic Messi versus Ronaldo vibe. Ten questions, first to buzz in, etc., etc. No Viking down. That's, that's pretty much dead, isn't it? I think. So, <laughs> yeah. question one. Uh, Messi has spent his entire professional career at Barcelona, but what was his schoolboy team? Ooh. Dupe. Knob. Newell's old boy. Correct. Well, Newell's old boys. Yeah. Washington. Washington. He's called Newell. His old boy. Knob. Number two. Which team did Man United sign Ronaldo from? Dave. Dupe. Sporting. Sporting is correct. What, Sporting Hihon or Sporting Lisbon? Sporting Kansas City. I like Pedantic Joe is on there with... Yeah. It's up there. Oh, now you've got to bleep because you said. <laughs> oh, I don't care, it's worth it. And I've got to do it again. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> number three. What was Ronaldo's last non number seven squad number? Dave. Dave. Ten. Incorrect. Oh, no, I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. Joe. Joe. Number nine. Number nine for Real Madrid. I've had a nightmare. I was just trying to think because he played. Didn't he play seventeen <clears throat> for Portugal? And Figo was there. I knew it was nine or ten, and I, and I thought that was before. It's obviously after. It's his first year at Madrid, wasn't it? I think they still had. Um... Still had Raúl. Yeah. Oh, nice. Team number four. Uh, Messi retired from the Argentinian national team in which year before reversing his decision? <laughs> Dupe. 2016. Is correct. Which is after the Copper America final loss that year. Is that the one where you got the meme of him and Sanchez? Him crying? <laughs> Probably. Probably. He's done it so many times. You know. Yeah. Chief. Mm. Nice easy one. <laughs> Ronaldo, Ronaldo shouts what word when celebrating a Dave. goal? Dave. Dave. Doesn't shout Dave. Sue! <laughs> <Come> <laughs> <laughs> number six was that correct by the way yeah number six uh, he was missing one U off the end <laughs> and it wasn't loud enough rip headphone users <laughs> Messi wore the number 30 at the start of his Barcelona career and is obviously now their number 10 what other squad number has he worn for the club Dave Dave 17 Incorrect. Suck me. Just a guess. Any guesses? Let's have guess a go. Number, lads. Let's have guess a, go. a number. 14. Incorrect. Uh, 11. Incorrect. 28. <laughs> I'm going for 23. Incorrect. It was number 19. Number Ooh. 19. 
<coughs> Question number seven. Which Portuguese island off the coast of Africa? Dave. Dave. Madeira. Madeira is Cake correct. or country? <laughs> <laughs> so Madeira, legend. <sighs> number eight. How many Ballon d'Or awards do Messi and Ronaldo have between them? Joe. Joe. Ten. Incorrect. Dave. Dave. Nine. Incorrect. Dupe. Oh. Eleven. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Vulture. Dear Lord. What a Question sadness. number nine. Ronaldo finished the 2018-19 season on 21 Syria goals. Can you name one of the three players who had a better scoring record? Dave. Th- Dave. Immobile. Incorrect. Joe. Joe. Craig Liriella. Yes. That's correct. I knew it was one of the niche ones. The other two you could have had was uh, Zapata or Piatek. Number 10. In what season did Messi surpass 50 La Liga goals in a single campaign? Dave. Dave. 2012? Like 2011, 2012? Correct. Get in there. You got Wikipedia. Took him long enough to answer that, didn't it? Yeah. Right, that's it. Ten questions asked. Uh, in reverse order, last place, zero points, was Mr. Nerdphonic. Unlucky son, it was a tough one there. They were uh, around in the 90s. Uh, third <laughs> place, Mr. Friday Night FM on two points. Second place on three points, Dave has a party. Oh. And out on his own, four points, Mr. FM. Well done, son. I've got to lead some sort of table this weekend. Well done. Close one, that. Yeah, really close. (laughs) (laughs) No 90s questions in there. Matt, take a moral victory. It's fine. I'll I'll let the kids win for once. (laughs) That too. Thanks, Dad. Uh, anyway, that brings episode 181 to a close. You can find the links for each of us, the Five Staff Pod Twitter account, and Weestream FM Discord server in the podcast description or by visiting weestreamfm.com. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, Spotify, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening. There will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Yeah.